In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Acts 15, verses 24 through 29, where I'll ask the question, should Christians become practicing Jews? Acts 15, verses 24 through 29 says, Since we have heard that some persons have gone out from us and troubled you with words unsettling your minds, although we gave them no instructions, it has seemed good to us, having come to one accord, to choose men and send them to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas, who themselves will tell you the same things by word of mouth, for it has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay on you no greater burden than these requirements, that you abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols, and from blood, and from what has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. Acts 15 is the Jerusalem Council, and essentially what the council is meeting about is whether or not Gentiles need to become ceremonially Jewish in order to practice Christianity. They're deciding and figuring out whether or not circumcision was necessary, to what degree the ceremonial laws needed to be followed by these Gentiles who are entering into the Christian faith. And it's after some discussion that Peter and Paul come to this agreement, along with all the other apostles and elders who are gathered there, that it's not necessary for a Gentile believer to practice all the ceremonial practices that the Jews had built into their culture. With that in mind, here are three thoughts from Acts 15, verses 24 through 29, answering the question, should Christians become practicing Jews? Thought number one, troublemakers. We need to understand that the reason this problem was coming about is because there were Jewish Christians who were making the statement at Antioch that you needed to become Jewish in order to be a Christian. That means you needed to become a practicing Jew in order to properly serve Christ. That means all of the things that go along with practicing Judaism, up to and including circumcision. And this was a heavy weight upon the Gentile believers. It was a requirement that you would have to learn an entirely new culture to engage in, in order to follow Christ. And the people who were saying this, they weren't sent by the apostles. They weren't sent or didn't have the authority of any of those who were leading the church. It was troublemakers who were going out and saying these things. They didn't have apostolic authority. They weren't being led on by the Holy Spirit. They were essentially trying to enforce their particular nitpicky view about how a person ought to behave onto these Gentile believers who didn't have the standard of all the Jewish ceremonial practices upon them. Thought number two, the Holy Spirit. It's important for us to recognize that in this letter, the apostles are saying it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us meaning that they are divinely inspired to make this judgment. This judgment that the Gentile believers do not have to become practicing Jews in order to practice Christianity. Gentile believers do not need to do all of those things that are inherent in Jewish law in order to properly follow Christ. 
that the Christian message is not a subsect of Judaism, but that Judaism really is a subsect of the Christian message, that it is the fulfillment of the Jewish law and prophets that the Gentile believers are practicing. And this is affirmed by the Holy Spirit. It seems good to the Holy Spirit that this letter be written. And what is this letter saying? You don't need to become a practicing Jew in order to be a believer if you're a Gentile. You don't have to do that at all. What do you need to do? You need to refrain from particular acts. You need to faithfully believe and trust in Christ Jesus for salvation. This is the fundamental thing that's necessary for a believer. Faith. That's all. Thought number three, idolatrous acts. There are some acts that the apostles and the Holy Spirit inform these Christians not to do. And those acts are all linked to the idolatrous practices of the day. So eating strangled meat, eating meat sacrificed to idols, drinking blood, engaging in sexual immorality, all of these things were a part of the cultic worship that took place in the ancient cults that existed around them. It's sort of the norm to have those things taking place in idolatrous worship. And the reason for this restriction of this behavior is to ensure that they're not still participating in the idolatrous worship from which they came and instead are faithfully serving God and worshiping in a manner that brings him glory and honor. So should Christians become practicing Jews? They don't need to. In fact, becoming a practicing Jew is almost trying to rely upon your own good works for your salvation, which is putting you right back into the bondage that's inherent in the law. Instead, all believers should trust that Christ's sacrifice is sufficient to satisfy the wrath of God. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Acts chapters 15 and 16. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.